Okay. Hiya. Can you guys see? Hello. Hi, Anne. I can hear you. Can you hear me? How are you? Oh, wow. Thanks, Sydney. Can I type it? Mark. Don't talk anything right now. Sorry. Guys, please stay muted up until the intro is done. I'm gonna add you on the CRF group just so that you can come communicate with them. Okay. Three minutes. Fucking three minutes, guys. Three fucking minutes. Put your hands on silence. Uh, will you please put on both feet and if you keep your hands on silence. And you need to sit here because the speaker.
They should be sending you an attached rod through the lesson rod. Okay, and we on. Here we go. Okay, guys. Done. Just tell them it's done. Listen, hello last folks, welcome to the first lesson of the first semester of Lola's Lessons. Tonight I'd like to thank the endorsement sites, Swinging Haven, Heaven also, and .co.com, South Africa's number one swinging site. Also, the COF, that would be the Council of Fuckery, we can swear right it is not on talk <laughs> anyway they are the B bdsm facility or also community we're broadcasting this evening from burners bnb in the east Rand, also known as uh, the sexy venue for play it's the delightful consenting adult friendly accommodation with affordable hour hourly room rentals they are local guest us and also they offer her our rates for all of your intimate connections in life they welcome swingers in the lifestyle nudists traditional partners surprise birthdays or anniversaries girlfriends or boyfriends please make sure you're over 18 though yes contact binas for all of your hourly room requirements good evening ladies and gentlemen tonight i'm joined by Mrs. Devilish Diva. Good evening, madam. Hello, everyone. I'm also joined by Morgan, who Hi. is another unicorn. Morgan, there we go. Hi. Morgan, your mic is off. Please keep your mic on. Thank you. Hi, Annie. Welcome, welcome. Oh, hi. Hello. There we go. Oh, all three of my unicorns all together in one show. What do you know? <laughs> so, um, ladies, tonight I believe we're speaking about um, a little thing called sex. Also, we're going to be discussing sex from a female perspective and also with a female filter. We all also know that females don't have a fucking set, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Morgan, we still can't hear you because your um, mic is still off. Thank you. Please keep it on throughout. 
Thank you. Noisy where I am. It's fine. We can't hear any of the noise, honey. Okay. Besides, sex is noisy, yes? Sex is very noisy. I'll try to noisy here. Ladies, let's get real for a minute. How has everybody's week turned out? I mean, it's Saturday. It's time for sinning. We know how it goes. The weekend actually has We've had an eventful week. Hmm. Productive. And a very special one because we're all here today for our very first lesson. So I'm, be I'm not going to be giving the lesson. Yes, you guys are. I'm <laughs> here to listen to you guys. Miss um, Annie, let's start with you. I'd like to kind of introduce you to our listeners this evening. So, Miss Anne is hmm. a friend and a member of swingersheaven.za.com. She's also a masseuse. And why don't you give us a bit of information on your daily activities and what you do for a living? <laughs> you certainly. So... Like Lola said, I'm Anne. I'm a masseuse, the sexy kind. Uh, short, you can just call it a, a sex worker that doesn't have sex. There we go. <laughs> so Anne, tell me more about the sex work that doesn't involve sex. I mean, that's kind of a foreign concept to me, yes? Not really. It's about sensuality. It's about feeling. It's about experiencing in a journey you don't always need to do to get to the pleasure place. So it's as simple as that. You need to stop thinking about sex as just something to do, but it's something to experience. And I simply provide the experience. Well, I think this is a very key point, Jess, because I think we all are under the impression that sex needs to be intercourse. Sex doesn't necessarily no. need to be intercourse. I mean, it's all about the sexy, yes? Uh, definitely, definitely. It's about, like I said, the feeling, the sensation, the, the intimacy of the moment, the movements. Um, so, yes, that's basically what I do. I bring eroticness or erotica to your life so mrs annie right i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you and quite straightforward i've had a hell of a time putting these lessons together and i feel kind of stressed so i wouldn't mind a massage or two or three i mean if you would slip and slide on me that would be kind of great <laughs> how do i get hold of you honey where do i book you Alrighty, so you are welcome to find me on ESA. It's Escort South Africa. I've got my ad listed. Yes! Yes! You can find me also <laughs> on Twitter. It's Anne underscore ESA. I've got my information, my website, everything listed there. Well, Oh, we're kind of losing anything but i just like to mention like this is even legit it's an escort south africa so that's kind of interesting morgan i'm going to go through to you miss morgan welcome welcome i kind of want to know a little bit more about you honey how do you come to be a unicorn on the swingers haven site baby and um tell us more about yourself what do you do 
Besides, obviously, the obvious. Besides having sex, you mean? Um, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm Morgan. Um, in my day-to-day living, I like to think I talk about people's feelings a lot, and I'll leave it at that. Um, I come to be a unicorn on the Swingers Haven site because I have a very loving husband who understands that his wife has a very ferocious appetite to try and and enjoy. So that's how I found myself being a unicorn on this rather delectable and delightful and sometimes despicable site. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's where I find myself and happily so. So you mean to tell me that you are an empathic swinger? Something like that, you know, to be honest, I feel like swinging is all about empathy and being empathetic and it's all about feeling. Like, I don't think I could do swinging if I wasn't such a feeler. And I think at the base of it, I've been attracted to swinging because I'm attracted to feelings. I absolutely love the feeling you're giving me, honey. Thank you for that. Miss Devilish, listen, you're looking kind of fun tonight, Jess. Thank you so much. So are you. Oh, honey, I dressed up for you. We know this, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Devilish Diva. Thank you. Thank you. Come, come, tell us more about yourself. How do you come to be Lola's friend? Also, best friend, I'll just add. I'm awesome. Why wouldn't Lola want to be my friend? Oh, <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> Also, I've I always have... wanted an Indian friend, yes, because you guys give the best food. I mean, you always feed me. That's the best part of it. I've got such an awesome personality. So Lola and I kicked from the very beginning. That's why we're best friends. I know. Also, we're both kind of equally sinful. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell us about what you do on a daily basis, baby. So, um... I also happen to be a site moderator on the fabulous Swinging Haven site. So I'm um, the ones, one that approves those lovely pictures and media everyone uploads and all the complaints that everyone sends. We deal with it in a very diplomatic manner. I am a swinger myself and think I'm a unicorn because why not? What could, what, what could be better than living out your fantasies um, one fantasy at a time. Listen, so I first and foremost want to get more into this moderating kind of stuff that right. you're doing. See, you mean to tell me you approve everybody's media? Not everyone. The, the, it is shared, but yes, I, I, I can by now um, s- I know a profile by <laughs> the body parts. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, I think we've got a judge here, guys. I think we've got a judge here. Baby, tell me. So are you also, I will get to you now, Miss Morgan. Are you also um, taking care of everybody's um, security, kind of? Absolutely. Part of the moderation on the site is to deal with abuse reports. And yes, safety is our main concern and a very big priority for me, being a woman on the site. Um, I take it very personal when it comes to safety. Amen, baby. Miss Morgan, let's hear what you ask Miss Diva. Well, I really wanted to know, Miss Diva, do you know my pussy? 
Like, definitely without a doubt. I can spot it a mile away. But also, but remember also, I have inside information. I've seen it up front, close and personal. So yes, definitely. Gosh, guys, swingers. I mean, it's not all about the jungle gym. It's the swinging too, yes? But we're not here to talk about swingers tonight, okay? That's on the next episode. Also, that would be the Swing Spirits joining me next week. Um, the fabulous Mr. and Mrs. Chisholm for fun. Along with your own Sin Blossom. Mr. and Mrs. Sin Blossom was on a little episode and a little season called um sex in afrikaans and they will be joining us on the show next week please be sure to tune in and listen last fools because it is after all a lesson yes ladies tonight however we want to hear about sex from the female perspective with the female filter meaning without a filter yes <laughs> I want to kind of get into it and find out what is really sexy for females. I mean, we all know what men find attractive and what men find sexy and what men get aroused about, right? I mean, it's boobs and ass. Let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. But what is it about life and sex and sexuality that gets a woman aroused? What is really sexy? Miss Devilish, what would you consider? Not a turn on. Not arousing necessarily, but sexy. A man that takes care of himself. We we go to a lot of lengths to look after ourselves. So we've got to have a man that looks good. Not that just dropped out of the sky. So when he looks good, it's an absolute turn on. I mean, is it just the looking or is it kind of all your centuries? Because I want to hear a man's voice. Oh, absolutely. I want to smell him and I want to look at something. I want to smell exactly. him. <laughs> I want to look at something that kind of makes me feel for candy. Yes? Taste That's as well. We want to taste as well. <laughs> yeah. So he has to taste good. Okay, well, I wasn't going to get into that. But now that you <laughs> mention it, <laughs> Ms. Morgan and do you guys have anything to add to what is really sexy for you guys? Yeah. For me personally, that adds to the appeal is confidence without the arrogance present. Yes. That for me will do it Ooh. every single time. That's so hot. Absolutely. Yes. So it's not only about the physical appearance, but also about no. the emotional attraction. I think there's a word for it. Exactly. As a matter of fact, I, I kind of think that um, I kind of fall into that category it's called a saposexual we all like the mind yes <laughs> you gotta have something in between the ears and yes. not just listen <laughs> yes yes do we think men make an effort to act the part ladies not always <laughs> not always no it's very minimal yes I think they expect a lot of efforts to come from us with very minimal efforts from them. I kind of agree with that, to be honest. I just feel like um, they could also stand in front of the damn mirror yes. for hours straightening their hair and after that put some mascara on and also poke themselves in the eye because this shit happens. <laughs> yes. yes, get some nails done to manicures and pedicures. We want... If, if we have nice feet, they have, ought to have nice feet too. 
<laughs> right? I think I'm going to kind of find it weird if a guy comes into <laughs> bed and he's got a manicure. I'm not going to lie. But we're not talking about painted nails. We're talking about neat hands. I don't want some long nails and dirty fingers up in me. Oh, oh my oh, gosh, no. I'm thinking mechanics. Let's just move on. <laughs> do we find sexy, do we see sexy in the same way that we do see arousal when it comes to men and what we find attractive? No, it can be two different things entirely. Um, something can look good without wanting to climb on top of it. It's just how it is, you know. Miss <laughs> Morgan, what's your take on it? I think I actually Miss Morgan's having okay, let me just let me just inform the listeners. Listen, last fools. Miss Morgan is currently at a party because she can't schedule a life, apparently. Thank you, Miss Morgan. I'm going to buy you a diary for your next birthday, yes. <laughs> she just kind of double booked. So she's living the best life and also she's helping us with this lesson on air. So we also want to thank her for her time, but we're kind of jealous that we have to work and she gets to party and work at the same time. Life of a swinger. You're all invited. You're all actually invited. But what I wanted to add was that what I find really, really sexy is a guy with feeding, which is pretty much what you know, all the unicorns have already said. Like, I want to feel like I am your desire, that your feelings are for me, that it's not your dick yes. doing the leading or the talking. You're attracted and want me. That That's what I find, like, really, really sexy. And can I, I add on me as a person, not not as a symbol? Object. Object. Absolutely. Yes. Can I ask, ladies, right, do we, we all know, and we constantly hear, how many men complain that women are no longer into sex? I mean, I can't disagree, but I also don't fully agree because myself if i consider myself i'm a sexual being yes but why is it that majority of the female race have taken a sharp decline when it comes to giving effort when being sexy and to be sexual can i go first please do <clears throat> so i think um and i've said it before uh, arousal starts way before the clothing comes off and in the bedroom so if I'm exhausted when I come home from work, I'm not going to be very uh, in the mood for anything to, to take off my clothing. So if you're going to help me with the kids and the dishes and the laundry and all of that, you know. I'm going to help you. I'm gonna, exactly. I'm <laughs> going to give you what you want because I'm not exhausted mentally and physically. So the foreplay doesn't start in the bedroom. It starts way before that. I absolutely love it. One of the ladies just touched on it earlier, and that's effort. You know, yes. that that would be considered effort, right, Anne? Wouldn't you agree? Hundred yep. percent. I'm with Devilish on this completely. Because I kind of feel that us as women, we almost see sex in the same kind of light that we do taking care of ourselves. How many how many times do we hear or do we come across stories of? People complaining about the ladies in their lives that have just let them go of themselves. Yes. Like they don't take care of their nails no more. They don't do the makeup no more. They don't even dress the part no more. 
Why? Because we overwork, guys. Like, listen, come and help us a bit and we will exactly. help you back. Yes. Exactly. 100% agree, Lola. Yes. I absolutely love this. So, you start sharing these responsibilities, yes? Miss Morgan, I'm going to have you get into this one because it sounds like you've got a very caring and sharing husband. So we start sharing these responsibilities and we've got a little bit extra, like just a little bit extra time for ourselves. And we kind of make the efforts and we kind of take care of ourselves and we allow ourselves to become aroused or to be in the state of possible arousal. How is it that we still turn our men down, even in the bedroom, even with enough time and even with enough grace? You know, sexual arousal is a um, beautiful and amazing thing. And when it happens, it's great. But when it doesn't happen, you know, it's easy for partners to feel some type of way. But I guess the thing I'd want to say on this issue on, you know, your husband has done everything. You've come home, he's cooked the food, he's put the kids to bed, and now he's wanting to connect with you on an intimate level, and you still say no. I guess for me, first of all, it's still valid for you to say no, because sometimes you're just not feeling it. Maybe yes. you've just had too much of a very difficult day, um, mm -hmm. and you just have a lot on your mind. So it's not even about your husband or rejecting your husband in that moment. It's that you're so much in yourself and in your day, in your exhaustion, in your overthinking, in your anxiety, in your anything. It's not about your husband anymore at that point. It's about you. And that's how you can still reject your partner in that moment, you know? Um I I absolutely agree with you. I also want to add, like, make your wives feel beautiful. Remember to tell them that they're pretty. Remember to tell them that, listen, honey, but you look kind of hot today. That bum looks kind of good in those jeans, even though it doesn't. Like, listen, flatter us a bit, right? I mean, we need that. We love that. Flattery will kind of get you everywhere. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and and um, to, for me to add a quick word on that, um... We unicorns because we like variety and maybe we just want a little bit of variety because we bought of the same um menu <laughs> we need a menu change i gotta be honest i don't think the unicorns speak for the complete female race yes because you guys are a certain kind of we female. are definitely a certain kind <laughs> fabulous <laughs> but i mean goodness okay so you guys get aroused quite easily being unicorns i mean i'm seeing miss morgan typing sausage <laughs> yes they these unicorns don't eat grass guys they eat sausage <laughs> so you allow yourselves to get aroused right how long just just a quick a fast fact let's call it a fast fact me and my alliterations right we all know love love, love alliterations fast fact for y'all and my dearest, dearest, dearest Dr. Eber, you guys will hear about Dr. Eber a bit later in um, the semester. She is my sex expert, also a sex expert, like I like to call her. Um, she gave me a little tip when we were planning all of these lessons. Did we all know that it takes 40 minutes for the female vagina to be ready and willing enough to take 
penetration perfectly. So this means, guys, your wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Okay, it's not made for the female vaginal penetration. That doesn't work with us. We kind of need at least 40 minutes of stimulation and foreplay to be ready to be penetrated. So we know that. Devilish? We, we definitely did, but um, I think that is very debatable on my side. <clears throat> Ooh, I like it's a very, debate. It's a very nice statistic, but I'm definitely ready to debate that um, st statistic. I can already see where this is going. This is going to quickies, yes? <laughs> Personally, I can't do a quickie because I'm not quick. If you're going to have me, you're going to work for your meal. But Let's the, just be honest. But see, it comes back to the foreplay that starts before the bedroom. So if you are turning me on before we get into the bedroom, I don't need 40 minutes of foreplay for you to penetrate me and for me to be very satisfied. Oh, very satisfied. Yes. I That's my take on it. That's why I say it's debatable. <laughs> Miss Morgan, let's hear. No, actually, Miss Anne, there in the corner, come on down here, honey, and give us your opinion a bit. I am here. And quite frankly, I'm also, again, on devilish's side with this. Foreplay starts before the clothing comes off. So if you wind and dined me beforehand, I don't need 40 minutes of petting and licking and playing. Exactly. Put it away. I'm just kind of seeing petting and pissing. just me um i don't need the whole 40 minutes for me to want the sausage as 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 sausage. Uh, morgan would say <laughs> miss morgan let's hear what your take on this is <laughs> I'm still caught up on fitting the pussy <laughs> i am 100 percent behind the girlies on this one um sorry miss lola you are the minority. I'm on my own damn show. I mean, listen, I'll bar out gracefully. Yes. <laughs> so okay, I gotta, I gotta get onto this topic, right? Um, picking the booty just kind of made me think of something I would see in a party. Let's talk about porn, ladies. Yes, yay or nay? I mean, is making porn better than watching porn? Because let's be honest, all our men in our lives love the porn. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the flapping and the sapping and the, it's a lot of noise. I mean, I don't even make that much noise. Yes. What do we feel about porn, guys? <laughs> ladies, I mean, also not guys. I'm not asking you guys. This is all about the ladies, yes? <laughs> yes, let's make some filthy videos, says Miss Morgan. Miss Morgan, making videos isn't the same as watching the video. So I want to know what's the difference in your perspective between making them and watching them. Which one do we prefer? Let's go to Anne because I mean you've got a lot of experience in this in this subject, right? Making porn. <laughs> okay, let's go to Miss Morgan. Sorry, and you've been outvoted. <laughs> you've been benched. <laughs> Making the videos means you're getting the pleasure, yeah. You're not watching the pleasure. You're getting the pleasure. And you get to be as creative and as nasty as you want, right? Like the angles the sounds, the noise, the background, the everything. That's on you, yeah? 
and you get to make it the way you would want to watch it. So give me a yes on the point. You get to write the script. <laughs> Listen, speaking of script, personally, this is my personal opinion, yeah. okay? I prefer making my own, okay? Because, Absolutely. and only because, I enjoy my own mining. It's, it's a good sound to me. I don't like the, the unsets other mine. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm really not a fan. Miss Devlish, what do you think? I mean, you don't look like a porn-watching kind of girl. I'm, I'm, I'm not a porn-watcher, but I'm not opposed to it under the right circumstances. But porn to women is very demotivating. I mean, we don't look like those women on those videos. And we definitely don't moan like them. And we are definitely, we are definitely not picture perfect to that extent. We are picture perfect in our own little way. But uh, porn, now and then, yeah, under the right circumstances, but not on a regular basis and not to facilitate a play or, oh, or, or, or sex. Please. I agree with that. Listen, in all honesty, I'd prefer, much prefer, um, using the porn that I'm watching as motivation. Like, listen, if you think that's arousing, let me put on a show yes. for you. I think that's a different perspective to look at it. 100% agree. Let, let's see, because Miss Morgan is saying, yeah, she couldn't agree more with Bunny Sparrow. Let's see what Bunny Sparrow had to say. Bunny Sparrow, let's make some filthy videos. Is the one comment. The other comment says, porn is life. Watching and reading. Watching and reading. Guys, I love Fifty Shades. I won't even lie. Okay, I'm also a little bit of a slut for BDSM. But what do we think about reading porn? I know on SH they've got that nice, um, what is it called? Just tell us a bit about The story section. Yes, the story section. So what happens in the story section? Am I going to get around? On the story section, you have fiction and non-fiction stories. So people are there uh, out there giving their own real life stories and their fantasies uh, on the site. Oh, I think I need Definitely to try and worth create a check myself out. a profile there, uh, even <laughs> if it's just for the stories. Yes. Do we pay for membership, Miss Devlish? Uh, there is a free membership off uh, on offer, but yes, we can uh, pay for a membership if we want uh, our perks upgraded to certain messages uh, that we're allowed to send and where we can enter the chat room and interact. And the chat room gives us access to live messaging with live people and cams. So you can see some live sex <sighs> on there. I mean, what do we feel about live sex, guys? Before we leave the porn subject, what do we feel about live sex? I mean, okay, let's, let's give it a term because there is a term for this. I know this, but it's not my lesson. So can one of you ladies give me the term for um, watching live porn? Voyeur. Snap, and that's one point to Miss Devilish, Morgan, and Anne. You guys are behind. Um. Also, what is it called? The people that make the porn, the live porn, an exhibitionist, and that's me. Mm. Just I'm putting it out there. <laughs> really? Yes. I don't want to watch. I want to be watched. Why haven't I watched you yet, though? You haven't. Also, I don't like porn. <laughs> See? So, so this could possibly be why. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Within porn, we're going to come across a lot of orgasms. That's the fake mining that um, Lola doesn't like that much, right? Let's kind of get into that topic real quick. Um, because we are slightly running out of time. I still need to give time to the poly people. They're next up. 
So let's talk about orgasms quickly. We can't talk about it too much because we do have a whole section. This will be lesson 10 within the first semester of Lola's lesson. We're going to talk about climax. Yes, it's also the climax of the season. But before I get ahead of myself, how many orgasms can the female have, ladies? Do we know? Is there even a statistic that tells us this? I want Miss Morgan to answer this. <laughs> I think she's <laughs> she's probably the um, best knighted for this one. Yes. yes. All I'm saying is you can have as many as you want and you're allowed to be greedy. That's all I'm going to say. Allowed to be greedy. You see, right? Miss Morgan, this is why I love you. Yes, because you always speak from the heart. Like you hold nothing back. Absolutely take no prisoners. <laughs> You're allowed to be selfish. Just enjoy and just do as many as you can and as many as you want to. Miss Devilish, I see you pulling her face. See, this is what's nice about having Miss Devilish with me. <laughs> because I can kind of see her reaction. And also, I need you to kind of comment on that reaction because I feel there's a story behind this reaction. No, no story. You're absolutely allowed to be greedy. And we also allowed to be, what's the opposite of greedy? Giving. Okay, but when it comes to the female orgasm, what do you feel about that? I feel there's countless out there yeah, for us. I mean, there isn't, there isn't a minimum, there isn't a maximum. Do we need an orgasm to enjoy sex? Do you feel? No. You no. don't think so? No. Do you think it's about the intimacy? Yes. And the whole experience. The holding, the yes. kissing, the touching, the Absolutely. licking, the... Smacking. Sometimes giving is is more pleasurable than uh, the receiving. Ooh, giving versus receiving. This is a very good topic for the second semester, but not right now. Miss um, Morgan and Miss Anne, can I quickly hear if you guys need to have orgasms in order to enjoy sex? Yeah or nay? Uh, nay. Yeah, yeah. The the big O is a nice extra or like the added bonus but just the connection the kissing as you're mentioning the feeling the touching feeling like i am with someone who's wanting me the way i want them is pretty Can you guys hear us? Because okay, we can't yeah, hear yeah. anything. So we're back on? Okay, we are because I still can't hear. Uh, Miss Anne, can you kind of answer for us on that? I, I hey. can hear you. Can you hear me? Where I can hear you perfectly now. Yeah, Sorry, okay. we missed you there or we lost you there for a second. Okay, no, that's fine. I'm here. I'm with you. Okay, so the next kind of topic that I want to touch on is... um. We know men mostly after having an orgasm or after um, ejaculation kind of need a minute, yes? They need to regroup, they need to revive, they need to relax. Do we feel that we're the same? Are we a little bit superior in that? I'm not saying we're superior, I'm asking. I'm kind of getting these looks from the guys on the table. <laughs> 
Anya, are you going to answer for us on that? I'll answer. I don't think we are superior. Um, but no, personally, from my own um, point of view, <laughs> I don't need a minute. I would hope he doesn't need a minute in between. But he's got a lot of other body parts that he can use to tide him over until he's ready to go again. You know, that's just how I feel. But I mean, if you're really exhausted, I mean, I've had an orgasm where I'm really exhausted, yes. Do you really feel like that? Right then? Uh, no? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is my thing. No. Okay, fine. Also, I'm a selfish person, so that could possibly be why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, ladies, listen. I think I want to get a little bit deeper. Okay, before we get the, give the poly people some room to talk and some um, airtime to share their stories. I want to find out. There's a big debate and I've heard a lot about this online request. <laughs> Listen, who's RKSXXXXX? I kind of like this guy's um, or girl. I don't even know if it's a guy or girl. Um, I like this person or this listener's comments and interactions. Thank you so much for being so interactive. Really, you should star you can come to the front of the class for a star on your head also on your book wherever you need it thank you very much um i kind of want to go a little bit deeper just before we give over to the poly people and find out okay what do we feel about body count um and and i'd like to touch on you with this especially because this was your topic to begin with uh well, in terms of body count, I think there's a big movement where women are now realizing having a body count um, on your name is not a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, so I've got no problem with a body count. I don't care if it's high. I don't care if it's low. You do you as long as you are happy. And do we do we feel that it's fair that our body can't get um like tallied up and it gets kind of scrutinized scrutinized and um male's body counts gets promoted and praised? You're kind of losing hand again. So I'm gonna answer here. Um, I've never had my body count scrutinized. I don't have a very high one, but I've never had my body can't scrutinize by any path I've, I've had. I'm so glad we aren't discussing anybody else's body count right now. Because I don't think it's, I, honestly, for me personally, I don't think that's a um, fair topic at all to discuss. I think whether you're male or female, it's got bloody nothing to do yes. with you what my bloody body counts is. Just exactly as it's got nothing to do with, with you what color panties I put on. This kind of stuff is supposed to be private and it's supposed to never be asked. Oh, Why can't you ask me the color of my panties? I'm not wearing any today. That's a, and this is why you and I are friends. It's <laughs> <laughs> less washing, right? <laughs> so, ladies, okay. Also, on the deeper side, right? Why do you think, and I mean, the three of you have been successful. <laughs> Who the fuck is our business? <laughs> Uh, listen, you guys, you three have been pretty successful as unicorns in the lifestyle. Yes. So, do you guys think it's only because of your sex drive that you guys have been 
successful and that you guys are living happily because I've heard a lot of bad stories on the lifestyle and, and of unicorns in the lifestyle and they don't genuinely last very long so do you think it's your sense of community your friendship circles or is it just the interactions that you guys have had what has what has contributed to your success within the lifestyle as unicorns i mean that's a dangerous that, that's a dangerous title to have within the lifestyle right is the title of a unicorn so what is what has contributed to your success and for you guys allowed for you guys to be unicorns for such a long time miss morgan miss morgan yeah, I definitely say that community has been vital to my longevity, like in a space where I'd say most women would feel a little bit um, vulnerable for one and scared to enter because penis is penis, man, and penis can be a little bit scary. <laughs> you know, saying no to penis, saying yes to penis, it all comes yes. with its own vulnerabilities so having a community of let me say specifically other unicorn women to be able to talk about my fears my wants my desires where i'm at sexually where i'm not sexually you know where i feel like i've messed up or fucked up or like i've done good i haven't done good or where i'm just needing a little bit of reassurance it's really helped me to stay longer and um pursue my passions i guess a little bit more wantonly than if i wasn't in the community so i think community has had such a big part to where i am now in terms of being okay we've got a question yeah and i think this is a very good question um and i'm kind of gonna go to um, miss devilish quickly what is a unicorn by the way we know they don't eat grass they eat sausage but what is a unicorn <laughs> a unicorn is a mythical creature <laughs> mythical creature with a horn with the horn <laughs> maybe we need the horn it's definitely a single lady um that is playing without a partner that is why uh, she's referred to as a unicorn because it's such a rare occurrence um, for someone to have that, um, oh, what is the word, um, safety and security in herself to go out and pursue a swinger's, lifestyle. a swinger's lifestyle or a unicorn's lifestyle by herself with, you know, all the negativity out there negativity that sounds that sounds intent what is the opposite of a unicorn while we're on the subject because Ooh, i kind of want to know now good question is it not a bull <laughs> i kind of gave her the answer there i'm so good <laughs> I, I mean the listeners could hear me kind of whispering to you yes ladies and gentlemen it's a bull <laughs> um okay so moving on we we um, Morgan touched on the fact that a sense of community and having friendship circles inside and within the lifestyle kind of makes all the differences because I suppose for unicorns or even anybody else in the lifestyle having friends and um, like-minded friends I suppose would be the better term like-minded friends to discuss you know your child's tribulations traumas all of those kind of things with makes all the difference because you feel supported and you feel justified you feel listened to 
and um, you can kind of share your stories. Uncensored advice. Uncensored advice. I love that because nothing in the lifestyle is censored. Am I right? Yes. I mean, how much of the lifestyle is censored? Yeah. Absolutely bugger all. We all know that Miss Devilish looks at all of the photos, so no, no, not even that <laughs> Would you consider family and friends and that kind of support system? Does being a tourist make you a bull? No, unfortunately it does not. <laughs> Move on from that on very quickly. <laughs> Your star sign has absolutely nothing to do with this. <laughs> Having family and friends understand and appreciate and also accept your choice to be a swinger in the lifestyle any different no i don't need acceptance it's my life it's my decisions i'll do as i want it's my body my life to live unapologetically yourself absolutely so okay when we talk about relationships and sex right i think that this is probably the time to introduce my next two friends and my next two guests because they can tell us they can tell us so much more and give us so much more in-depth perception on the topic of relationships within a non-monogamous because this is what we're talking about guys it's non-monogamous lifestyle than um miss bunny and miss sparrow and they are from the cof they are joining us tonight remotely but together in community and in love welcome ladies thank you uh, miss devilish and miss morgan and miss and please don't go away because we are going to give the listeners a little moment and a little opportunity just to ask you guys some questions you can't ask them on a date guys they swing us but they do not date so let's just get Why that out the way. oh my gosh you see now she's changing the rules this is typical of her and this is why i'm friends with her because nothing stays the same <laughs> so i'd like to thank you ladies for joining me this evening and sharing your opinions and sharing your stories and sharing your insights but we're kind of going to give it over to my poly people hello ladies Hey guys, how are you? We're good in you. Yeah. Oh. Y'all unicorns are fucking wild. Woo! I mean, I kind of like that. Why aren't you clapping, Devilish? I mean, damn it, that was my hands only. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Welcome, Miss Parrot. Welcome, Miss Bunny. Thank you so much for joining us and just being. Like being proactive in the lifestyle and coming on here and sharing your shit with us. We really appreciate this. And it's some shit, Taylorla. It's some shit. <laughs> Gosh, let me just hold on to my seats and also the table. I mean, where's my drink? Devilish, can you pour me another, honey? <laughs> so, ladies, I, I know we are. you guys are joining us remotely this evening. It doesn't really matter, though, because I still kind of know you guys and I've met you guys and I know... More or less, the, the avenues and um, the parts we're going to go down with these stories. I mean, I can't say I am exceptionally excited about this because some of it isn't going to be very nice. But most of it, we're going to make sure that we carry on um, with the proper story. Not only the proper story, but give people the proper insights into the lifestyle that you guys call polyamory am i even pronouncing that right polyamory miss Farah, is that correct yes that is correct miss malola fantastic what is polyamory miss bunny can you please give us insight into this life of p and it's not penis this time 
involves penis, but it's uh, it's actually many loves. So you have actually got more. You've got more than one partner that you love. Uh, it's it's an in-depth mental, emotional, and physical connection with more than one person. So okay, when you say more than one person, I'm immediately thinking more than one penis because that was the subject that we just spoke about. So is it going to be only more than one? So am I going to be the only female with more than one penis? Because shit, that's a lot of men. It can. Let's use my 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 polycule as an example. Um, I'm a, I'm in a hierarchical polycule, so I have my own husband, and I have a boyfriend, and my husband has a girlfriend, which becomes secondary to our marriage. So yes, I have two uh, penises. Hold the floor. I mean, <laughs> you mean. I mean, I mean, you mean I'm kind of speechless right now? You've got two penises, honey. I mean, the rest of us aren't used to Definition's kind of going the more the merrier. We know, swinger, we know. <laughs> um, there's a couple of questions I've got on what you just explained to us. Firstly, I, I want to get into this dynamic because this is kind of interesting to me. But what the hell is a poly, a polycule, poly, polycule? Okay, like polyamory, poly. Yes, Miss Sparrow. Yeah, let's go, Miss Sparrow. Okay, so obviously, like the word polycule is broken down from the word molecule, and poly meaning many. So you form a system of many loves that um, kind of integrate into each other. Whereas, you know, Miss Bunny has explained now that she obviously has a husband and a boyfriend at the same time, whereas husband and boyfriend do not date each other, but they are still connected to each other via Miss Bunny. And there is connection and, you know, they, they kind of hang out with each other and they stay. There's good connection and good vibes between everybody and no sort of like weirdness that happens. Okay, so this makes me think of a swinger though. What is the difference? We stick to the same partners. We don't swap out. We don't uh, go to a random party and play with random people. It's I will fuck the two the same two penises every time. Okay, that sounds like a lot of work. I mean, I, I mean, goodness gracious, that sounds like a. Lot. Do you need to cook two meals? Sorry, I, I kind of, I kind of have to ask because just packing lunch for one is already too much for me. Do you need to pack lunch and also make two two meals for supper? Do you always so live together? Um, it depends. You know, it depends. Not tonight. On, um, not tonight. So it depends, obviously, on what your situation is. You know, if you live together, um. I mean, I I had a live-in poly situation, so yes, I made two two <laughs> two lunches <laughs> every day. Did you make for yourself? This is also important because you oh, need to no, eat. Because, <laughs> because you know we know that sparrow doesn't eat properly, so. A <laughs> <laughs> sparrow also like that sparrow like the bird, right? No birds eat properly. We know this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so what? So you guys are saying um, the difference basically between an open relationship, which would be considered like a swinger dynamic, um, and a polyamorous dynamic would be that you guys what share only the same partners. I mean, swingers also kind of share if if you've got direct play partners, you only share with those direct play partners. What else besides sharing with only those specific people? 
make you guys different? I mean... I mean, we've got, um, in my case, we don't, we're not live in poly, we're not a live in polygill, so we get together at um, my boyfriend's house as the four of us, and we'll sleep in separate rooms, my husband and I would be separate, um, him with his girlfriend, I would boyfriend's room kind of thing, um, other than that, his girlfriend would come visit at my house, or I would come visit my boyfriend alone, um, so what makes us very different is from the swingers per se is that we are we might you might see us at events but we won't necessarily be playing with anybody else besides the people that we have set out to play with our our love interests there's a love there's love interest connection with each of those people okay i kind of get that and I, I think i understand the gist of it so i'm hearing relationship and i'm hearing love interest where in a swingers kind of setup there won't be any relationship and there won't be any love interest they very they very much try and steer away from that so you guys don't attach love and emotion like emotion to your Oh, you guys do, sorry. You guys do attach love and emotion to your relationships. And you guys don't um, detach the feeling from the feelings. Am I right? Yes. Yeah, you are right. So it's a good standing relationship. We don't fuck uh, for free. <laughs> yeah. We don't fuck for free, <laughs> you know, That's another alliteration one that I need to remember. Can you, Miss Devilish, while you're not on air, can you kind of make a um, note for me there? Fuck for free. That's a good alliteration for an episode. <laughs> So I, I wanted to know, right, um, Ms. Bunny, you just mentioned something. In, sorry, we're sitting by a fire and the the fire marshal is now busy making our fire bigger so that we can kind of heat up because we slightly cold our way life. Thank you very much. Because uh, we don't have body heat tonight. We don't have body heat tonight. I mean, have you got any plans for later? I don't. You can sleep next to me, honey. Thank don't you. get any ideas, okay, because you're very much straight. Let's yes, not go there. <laughs> also, you're interfering in the poly section. <laughs> so I wanted to find out, um, on Miss Bunny, you mentioned you and your husband would go and visit your boyfriend and you guys would both spend time at his home. Um, about jealousy, I mean, how does your husband feel about you spending the night in another man's bed? Because personally, for me, okay, I'm a very jealous person. Um, I wouldn't be able to share. What happens in that situation? Do you guys do you guys feel jealousy? No. Uh, Lola, it's uh, sparrows, so I'm gonna answer yes. on this one. Not to say that we don't feel jealousy at all. Uh, jealousy does come along, um, but when jealousy kind of rears its head up, it's a red flag to kind of show that something is lacking within the relationship that you currently have. So whether it might be, you know, you're not getting enough physical attention, whether you're not getting enough emotional attention, there's a red flag that's happening and that's why jealousy has shown up. Um, and obviously at the end of the day, we, we are human, you know, we, we've, we've got emotions and when you're handling any people's emotions, all who have love for each other, it can get quite difficult, you know, so jealousy, you know, you kind of work through it such a good point it makes sense to me in, a, in the aspects of like in a normal monogamous relationship you'll also find jealousy right so it's not a foreign concept to monogamous people that jealousy would arise even in a committed relationship so that doesn't make you guys much different from us however um 
how do you guys combat the jealousy? I mean, there's a lot of bodies to communicate with, right? Yes. So in my case, I have a WhatsApp group between myself, my boyfriend, and my husband. And my husband has a WhatsApp group between myself, him, and his girlfriend. And we openly communicate very comfortable or if I feel such a subject, I will speak to my husband directly and then discuss that, discuss what I mean, we've kind of got a um, comment here from a listener that says, "We have our moments; it happens." This is why communication is so important, which is which touches very much on what you've just answered, Miss Bunny. We have communicate; we have communicated what bothers us, and we work through matters. So, um, I'm assuming Black Dragon. I'm assuming this person is also Polly. Do you, either of you know this Black Dragon? Black Dragon, I mean, we should have had you on this girls episode as well so that we can have, hear what you have to say on the Polly's perspective from a penis perspective. A Polly perspective out of a penis perspective. That would have been a good one. Miss Bunny, can you kind of speak on behalf of your husband? Um, I would say he does get quite jealous in, in the sense of... Um, That's a male thing, right? I don't know if it's so much of a male thing. Um, I think it's the, it's the connection between myself and him has is much longer than the connection I have with the um, my boyfriend as well as his girlfriends. He also has a lot of insecurities and he gets triggered very easily. So we have to talk through a lot of things more from his side than from my side because I just want in in from my perspective as, as his wife or his girlfriend i would just really want him to I mean, I kind of understand from his side, being a being a very jealous person myself, that um, I suppose sometimes it's just a little bit of a, a, a adaption. I don't even know if adaption is the right word. Adapting to your surroundings and um, just kind of working through things on your own. I mean, it could become very daunting. So I understand from his perspective. Do, would you say, would either of you say that... Um, these relationships, these polycules that create this um, poly relationship, right? Do these tend to last longer or do they tend to be short-lived? I mean, you guys are married, Miss Bunny, so I'm taking it obviously it's not all doom and gloom, but do you think it generally lasts longer or is it short-lived? Um, I think it depends from situation to situation, Lola, to be honest with you. Um, you know, it depends on how your relationships develop. I was in a live-in poly situation for about two and a half years. Um, so, you know, it, it really depends on situation from situation, I think. Um, you know, as Miss Bunny and, and our old dragon over there, yeah, he is, you know, they're <laughs> married and they were obviously married before they decided to shit into poly and, you know, they'd they'd settled their relationship in terms of stability and things like that um and that's why they are able to kind of venture out and do what they need to do i kind of get that what would you say is the number one defining factor 
for a for a relationship not to be long lived or have a longevity of relationships. Um, well, obviously, from a monogamous perspective, this would be something like cheating or something like abuse. What would you say is the number one contributing factor for a relationship within the poly community not to last, not to enjoy longevity, Miss Barrow? Definitely uh, cheating, um, mm. you know, and, and it's while we all kind of like, you know, we've got openness and we're open minded, it is possible to cheat while you are poly, um, you know, because that's a lack of communication. It's dishonesty. You're not being honest about it, what you're doing. You're also not being safe. You know, we as poly people, we're very safe. We get tested every six months, um, especially if we've got partners if we bring new partners in then everybody in the polycule will be tested um for the new partner and then partner must be tested and things like that you know so i think it basically boils down to the fact of poly relationships break down with bad communication and cheating i love that because the only thing i heard out of all of that is poly practices safe sex <laughs> this is key <laughs> I absolutely love it, but it makes complete sense to me that cheating would be a defining factor. But also, I gotta ask, right? Just explain this to me. Why the actual? I'm not even gonna say fuck, but I'm gonna say why the actual fuck would you want to cheat if you have a husband and a boyfriend, or you've got a wife and a girlfriend? What's the point? Good question. Listen, what's the point? You kind of. Okay, so you've got your bread, you've got it battered both sides and the corners and even the crust. Is this normal? So, look, at the end of the day, and, and this is something I'll keep coming back to, Lola, at the end of the day, we are human. Um, and Ooh. sometimes having conversations, hard conversations, is difficult. Um, uh, I know myself that I was cheated on in my poly relationships and to have a hard open conversations was 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 hard for people um and you know if you don't have the the sort of uh confidence to be open and honest about what it is you want well then you know <laughs> you're gonna go ahead and you're gonna do what you want and you're gonna hurt people in the process this makes so much sense this makes so much sense thank you so much for for um clarifying that so i really appreciate it um before we go to a break and i think we, we should have had a break like the half an hour ago but i've had so much fun that i completely forgot to um allow miss devilish to go get up and go wee wee i'm very sorry i know you've got a big one just <laughs> hold on two seconds before we go to break i just kind of want to touch and find out um, what do you think the idea of multiple part? Why do you think the idea of multiple partners is rejected by most people, like the general society, right? Even those who consider themselves maybe to be open-minded to um, most facets within a relationship. Why do you think it is absolutely rejected by general society? What's the reason for it? Any of you two? I mean, any of you two can I would just. Say you know. it's mainly about the jealousy, but also our upbringing and our the way we've we've been brought up in society you always thought of that one anchor person in your life and having a secondary person or another person that gives you that love or that you love back doesn't isn't something that necessarily exists in society it's not normal um but i mean you're you you're human you're you're allowed to feel what you feel you're allowed to, allowed to love what you love 
I love that. You're allowed to be unapologetically yourself, yes? But just make sure you're making the right choices for you and also for your partner. Am I getting the gist of this? Yes, 100% Lola. On 100% is 100% time for break. And I'm going to give you guys five minutes to do what you got to do. And then I expect you back online. Thank you, ladies. Oh, that's why, because it's, I was muted, that's why. Music, I'm not going to get out.
Hello, 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 last fools. Welcome back. So there was actually music playing, but I didn't realize when I myself I mute the music as well. I mean, that's a pretty powerful mute button. Miss Bonnie and Miss Sparrow, are you guys back? Yes. Did you enjoy your short break? That was wonderful. Toilet break. It was great. <laughs> I mean, how quickly did you guys run? I kind of want to know. <laughs> quick, quick. <laughs> So next up on um, the topic list or the topic agenda. Hello friends, technical difficulties. Now I'm ready to talk shit. Um, oh, that's, oh, that's Ryan. Hello Ryan, welcome, welcome. Ryan is also going to be joining us for those listening in. Ryan is going to be joining us on um, a little episode called Kinks and also it's Boots yeah. because she's part, also part of the... COF, which is the mm. Council of Fuckery, the BDSM community, and she's going to give us insights along with Miss Bunny, and also along with a lady called Miss Hyde, um, on the kinks and um, taboo subject. I mean, we all know that kinks and taboos are a pretty powerful, powerful well, are pretty powerful topics, so um, I can't wait to find out what Miss Ryan has in store for us and what lesson she's going to teach us when live on air. But before we get too much into Miss Ryan, let's not forget about fabulous Bunny and Sexy Sparrow online with us this evening. And um, next on the agenda, I love going deep, right? <laughs> I'm not a swinger, nor am I Polly, but who loves, who doesn't love a good deep session? And I'm talking about... Um, lesson sessions right just get your minds out the gutter um miss Farah, i'd like you to take us a little bit deeper because i believe you've got a story to share with us let's hear it honey i've got my tissues well, ready as, i mean as you know you and i have had a little bit of a conversation about it so let's tell the listeners um so i obviously i'm a, so everybody knows i'm also a bdsm whore um, and I first entered into the lifestyle, the BDSM lifestyle, um, and I was very much so looking to explore Polly. And I met partners that um, were into BDSM as well as Polly. So I got to explore both both uh, lifestyles at once. Um, but uh, my story isn't exactly a story that has a great happy ending. I um, so I'm be, I, I'm bisexual. So obviously, for those who don't know, <laughs> I like both men and women. Um, and I met a woman, and she had a partner, 
and we obviously headed off of the at the beginning and we went into a full relationship which was wonderful to begin with um, but uh, this is a good example of how things can go really badly with communication and and things like that um, while I have some very good memories I also have some severe trauma behind it because you know, uh, in the beginning, everything was wonderful. It's shiny, it's bright, it's a new pair of shoes you're wearing, you know, and it's wonderful. And um, yeah, things kind of start to get a little bit toxic between us, especially when we moved in together, which made it kind of worse. Um, and yeah, uh, as I said, like I've got some amazing memories, but uh, it wasn't very healthy from a, a mental, emotional and financial perspective. I was very much so abused along those lines um you know and used and and it was quite a quite an awful experience so my very first experience of poly was quite sore um you know and then there were a couple of things that happened in and amongst everything i mean i got to meet my best friend um through this poly relationship so as i said there are some very good things that have happened from it um but, you know, it's very important to remember that in poly, you have to communicate. And, you know, if you decide to run a hierarchical environment, that you are respecting other people's feelings around that. Um, we weren't necessarily in a hierarchical environment. Um, Sorry, I want to stop you there quickly. What is a hierarchical environment? Just please kind of explain that term to us, if you don't mind. Okay, so a hierarchical environment would be what Bunny and Dragon have going on. Uh, it's husband and wife, and then their partners underneath them are secondary. I practiced relationship anarchy, which was that everybody gets equal amounts of love, and nobody has sort of sectioned out tiers nobody is more important than the other so we were practicing relationship anarchy um, and everybody got exactly what they needed and and got their time and their space and things like that um but then jealousy started to get in the way uh which instead of being communicated about which what was happening was it was being communicated between essentially and i say this in inverted commas because there was no there was not supposed to be a primary relationship there was supposed to be a throuple and there was supposed to be open communication but obviously jealousy started kind of seeping into the environment and seeping into the into the relationships and the primary relationship then it was a case of there was lots of backstabbing and lots of talking behind my behind my back and and things like that that were happening um and instead of having the open-hearted conversations and the hard conversations with me there was a lot of sort of manipulation that was going on um i was kept around because basically i had i was i had a good job um and the money that i was bringing into the household was helping everybody survive because my one partner didn't actually work. Um, so that partner was basically living off of us. Um, and it just got very, very toxic and, and very, very difficult. So what I'm kind of hearing and what I want to touch on is it sounds, well, one thing that you mentioned was that um, Polly is all about people kind of getting what they need. 
but it sure as hell sounds, honey, like you gave everything that everybody else needed and you didn't get jack shit of what you needed, am I right? Yeah, Lola, you are right. I, I gave a lot of myself in this situation. I gave a lot of who I was. Um, I, I'm a person who has a very, very big heart and lots and lots of love to give. Um, so yeah, I gave and gave and gave, but didn't get anything back really. If I think about it now and I think back, you know, I'm, I'm nine months out of that situation. So I've done a lot of sort of trauma working, walk, working through the trauma and walking through it. And, you know, if you had to ask me, what did you gain from it? All I can tell you is that I gained a bunch of trauma and how not to do poly. <laughs> Gosh, this is kind of like um, preventing me from ever trying poly, to be honest, because it sounds like a lot of heartache. Listen, I think the gist of it is non-monogamy is not for everybody, yes? And especially if you want to want to practice a relationship or want to explore a relationship of non-monogamy, it's not for everybody. I mean, I mean you've got to have like a certain kind of backbone for that shit. No, 100%. And you've got to also have a very certain amount of confidence in you. Um, and, and you've also got to remember that Polly is lonely. You know, at the end of the day, you know, if my partner is busy with his girlfriend and I'm busy going through something, you know, he might not be readily available for me. And these are the kinds of things that you need to kind of, you need to keep in mind that Polly is a very existence um you have to be very confident within yourself you have to be very giving and um and understand that you know there's not always going to be what you need available right now in those moments um so yeah i mean that was also something big i took away from it was the fact that polly is hard polly is sexy polly is fucking hard <laughs> honey listen i mean Let's be honest for a second, right? Isn't the core dynamic and the most profound reason for a relationship or for getting into a relationship, the fact that you constantly have that support structure and that one person, that, that person that's your person, when you kind of feel like you need something or you feel a certain kind of way, you've got a little, a little bit of sadness or, or a little bit of emotion going on, that you can go to that person and that can be your safe space. Isn't this supposed to be the main reason for getting yourself into a relationship? Why would people consider getting themselves into a relationship that, as you have just described it yourself, something that's going to leave you lonely a lot of the times? I mean, why, why, choose, why choose a life like that? So I think, it's, I think it boils down to the fact of people, I, and I don't, like, I don't like using this word that often in a poly situation, but it boils down to the fact that people are greedy. We want lots of love. We want lots mm -hmm. of attention. We want, we want the things. And you know, you're able to have a whole support system behind you of people sure maybe you can't be with me physically but on a phone call you know i can still have support and i think it boils down to the fact that people want huge support systems around them and people that love them regardless and 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 re regardless of their flaws and and what their problems might be you know um and also i think I, I have a poly heart, uh, very much so, but 
I think what's important about polyamory is that it's you need an anchor partner. You need a partner that is yours at the end of the day, completely like what Miss Bunny and Dragon have in terms of, you know, being anchors to each other and knowing that, okay, this is my person when shit hits the fan and there's no milk in the house and I need to stop past the house. I need to stop past the shops and buy some milk. And, you know, it's, it's those little things that we you know that we kind of have to think about so i know that i have a poly heart um would i venture back into poly yes i think i would definitely venture back into poly not right now um i'm looking for an anchor partner and somebody that i could possibly explore poly with again um but it it it's it it, it depends you know on whether i find that person or not I mean, how profound was your experience? And this kind of makes me really sad for you. This kind of makes my heart feel your heart, Jess. How profound was your experience that it would move or that it would convert, even though momentarily it would convert a non-monogamous heart right back through to monogamy, even though it's short-lived? I mean, that must have hurt, right? And I'm sorry that you were taking advantage of it. And I'm sorry that you had to experience it. And I'm sorry that your heart had to hurt. Because regardless of your relationship type or your relationship preference, I don't think anybody should be mistreated the way you were. It's kind of ironic that it would that this would so happen to be within a poly relationship. Because I think the poly community takes a lot of flack. And they they kind of um, get scrutinized quite frankly, quite frequently, for just this kind of thing, right? As for um, not fair practice within poly, or not fair practice of poly. How do we rectify this? And how how do we teach? Because look, Lola's lessons is all about teaching people. We taught we taught people about um, sex from a perspective a little bit earlier what do we teach people about doing poly correctly if you want to do look we're not going to change people's minds yes so what do we teach people about the poly dynamic that would make them practice poly perfectly so look lola poly is not a very well practiced thing like monogamy is in terms of it's got rules and regulations you know Poly people are kind of all out here just fucking winging it, if I'm honest with you, because, you know, there's no defined lines. It's so new in the world that there's no real defined lines. Um, but I think what the most important things are is communication, trust and, and honesty. Um, you know, those three things make poly relationships. You know, if you can have those conversations and have the hard conversations and and have the balls enough to have the conversations hey i had fucked up i went to a club last night and i made out with a girl and i i fingered her or whatever the case is you know you have the open conversation and then you do this you know whether it's you you go and have tests done or you you know it, it's it's all about communication trust and honesty that's really honestly what it boils down to I think that's a tall order for most people because as it is, our society is lacking the ability to communicate because this is what most relationships, even though, even those that are monogamous tend to fail at 
is the basic principle of communication. So if you can't communicate in a basic relationship, a basic monogamous relationship where you've got one person to consider, how are you going to communicate in a multifaceted relationship? Am I right? Exactly, exactly. And I think it's a it's a big learning thing and I think people have to people have to be cognizant of what they're doing and what they're entering into it isn't just about fun like i said poly is hard poly is sexy poly is fucking hard you know that's if that's the one thing that i can teach everybody is that this isn't about this isn't about frivolously going off and 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 having as much fun as possible this is about really sitting down with his emotions and going what is it that i can give you that you can't get from other partners i absolutely love that Thank you so much uh, for sharing your story with us and for opening your heart. And let's hope the listeners learn something. So, guys, if you want to practice poly, right, make sure you do your research. Make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. Make sure you don't have a jealous heart. Make sure you have a plural, faceted personality, somebody that can share. If you can't share, this isn't for you. Neither is non-monogamy. You're going to try and you're going to fail. And at the end of the day, you're going to be hurting yourself only. Remember, it's your choice. Your relationship preference remains your choice and it remains your, your responsibility. Not only does your relationship choice remain your responsibility, but your partner's heart becomes your responsibility when you choose to enter such a relationship. Please be mindful of this and please do your research before enter any, entering any form of non-monogamous relationship. Ladies, I want to thank you very much for um, coming on air with me and sharing your stories and just for being here and being live and being raw and being honest. I really, really, really appreciate this. I'm going to give um, the listeners that we've got left because this is this has been a long episode, Jess, because we are, we're supposed to stick to an hour. This is like 25 minutes after or um, what, what do they call it in rugby? I don't really watch sports. But Overtime. Overtime. There you go. Listen to the Indian giving me sports references. <laughs> So we're on. We're in twenty-five minutes over them, but I'm kind of going to go into callers at the minute. If um, I know we've got some interaction from the guys um, chatting on the actual app. So if there's any callers that want to call in, um, now would be your time. Let me open calls quickly. Um, Hold on, there we questions. go. Okay, calls are open. You guys are welcome to try and find in and see if we can get through. To you, or if you can, you guys can get through to us. Also, <laughs> um, if you okay, hold on. If you want to call in, just um, let us know on the screen. Type it in on the screen, and then I'll kind of call you in. Any takers going once, going twice? I want to get my drink on, guys. I mean, no, nothing, nobody, no takers. That means we can say goodnight. So before we say goodnight and before sexy research for the win. Sexy research for the win. Also, um, I wanted to mention that the COF, right, the Council of Fuckery, has so gracefully and graciously also decided that they would transcribe every single one 
of the Lola Lessons mesh. Can you imagine? Oh, I mean, I fabulous. I don't even type every all of this up myself, right? Yes. I write shorthand and I try and remember what I wanted to say. I've got kind of a guide to not, to what I want to say, but I don't um, recall everything and I've missed of half course. of the shit that I wanted yes. to say. So, um, the CIF has so gracefully and graciously um, offered to transcribe every single episode within the first semester of Lady Lola Lessons. Um, this will be available on their website. Um, if you guys can just kind of um, supply that to us. Rain, I know you here and you're going to be the one transcribing because Rain is such a research like, like me. So if you can just um, quickly supply us with the website where these people or the listeners can go and read up about it after the lesson. The lesson is also going to be downloadable. It's recorded and downloadable after airing, so you guys can download it and listen to it when, if you want to fall asleep and you're struggling on a Saturday or, so, or Sunday evening or afternoon and kind of take a nap, then you guys can just listen to it. Otherwise, take a um, step down to the council of thank you rain and go and read yourself to sleep. I mean, sex is never a boring subject, but... Um, there's always that one day that you really just find it boring. I want to thank all of you guys for listening in this evening. And I hope all of you last fills learned something. If not, make sure you bring your notepad with the next time you listen in. Miss Devlish, are you falling asleep? Are we still going out after this, honey? I'm not falling asleep, asleep but I have um, something to say about you. Miss mm -hmm. Morgan and I have discussed in private oh, that, um, yes, we're very disappointed you cock blocked us <gasps> because we want the dates to come through. So, guys, <laughs> Morgan Listen. and I are open to dates. Send those date requests through. through. Applications are accepted. <laughs> So can you see these swingers? Can you see these swingers? What they do to my life? <laughs> this is not a dating site, yes. This is a learning experience. Yes, we're gonna learn from the dates. <laughs> no, this is an educational extravaganza. <laughs> Damn it, can you even? <laughs> I mean every opportunity they take you go to McDonald's, they want a boyfriend. You you go to spur, they go on the playground and flash their tissues. This is what someone's got do. to feed us. <laughs> unicorns, all about the unicorns. <laughs> mythical creatures, they're not mythical in my life. I have to live with them. So help me pray for me tonight, yes. Last falls, thank you for listening in. I'll see you again. Next also, I'll hear from you again next week, Saturday, same time, same place. Thank you for coming. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Something fabulous. Well done. <laughs>